<sighs> what a Wednesday. Update. Welcome into Sports with Balls. I'm Jeff Michael. Oh, man. Kind of feeling it today, man. Kind of feeling it today. Can't wait to get this show going. Might as well start it off now. Haven't. <laughs> it is cold here in Houston, Texas. Like, absolutely cold here in Houston. So, um,. And it's going to get colder. You got that Arctic front apparently coming through next week. So bundle up, folks. I don't even think it's just here in Houston. It's uh, it's everywhere. So bundle up. Get ready. Uh, this is Sports with Balls. I'm Jeff Michael. Got some pretty exciting news to tell you guys coming up later on this week. Hopefully it all goes through. So I'm, I'm waiting to hear. Waiting to hear back. And um, yeah, yeah. Just uh, you guys stay tuned. Stay tuned. Might get might get more of me uh, coming up pretty soon. Man, I'm having some mic issues. Hold on. I hate this thing sometimes. Today. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Hold on. All right. Got a big show today. Uh, let's see. Starting off, let's go over the holidays today. <laughs> January 10th. Sorry, I had a little bit of mic issues. But back on track today. January the 10th, nice National Houseplant Day, uh, or Houseplant Appreciation Day, whatever the hell that means. Uh, League of Nations, Bittersweet Chocolate Day, Cut Your Energy Cost Day. Yeah, right. Um, what else we got going on? National Oysters, Rockefeller Day, Save the Eagles, um, Take the Stairs. That's actually a pretty good one. If you work on the third or fourth floor and are able to take the stairs, do that every day. Like, I sometimes wonder if uh, people that live in two-story homes and have to walk up and down stairs all the time live healthier lives. Because <laughs> that's a lot of walking up and down stairs, honestly. Especially kids. They run up and down them. But uh, peculiar people day, too. So there you go on this January the 10th. Man, we've got a good show today. Got a good show today. Uh, breaking news we're going to get into happened yesterday. Mike Vrabel, gone. The, you know, the NFL doing their annual see you later after the regular season to five or six coaches, and it's on. Here we are. Got openings across the board, as usual. It's at least five every year, and that's what we have now. So we'll get into the Mike Rabel thing. Um, some NBA stuff happened last night. Uh, Toronto Raptors lost in, a, in an awkward fourth quarter to the Lakers. We'll talk about that. And the Mavericks. Getting blown out, blown out by a jaw Morantless Memphis Grizzlies team. Mm, I got some some uh, some things to say about that with uh, Kyrie Irving and Luca over there. Eric Spolstra, Eric Spolstra of the Miami Heat getting the largest NBA contract in history for a head coach. Unbelievable. So uh, we'll, we got some NBA stuff to get to, into. And also, I haven't really brought this up on the show a ton, but NCAA men's basketball. I'm going to go over the rankings. The reason I bring it up is because number one, Purdue, and number two, Houston, both went down last night. So, uh, And now, honestly, college football's over. So, you know, there's one less subject that, that I get to pull from as far as content's concerned. And, uh, you know, so we'll start talking about the NCAA basketball. Why not? Football's gone. Basketball, here we come. Because, look, we're about to get into that lull point after the Super Bowl where it's hockey 
and NBA. That's it. And uh, But like I said, I got some good news coming up later on this week. We've got a good show lined up today. Uh, first of all, let's thank Christian's Tailgate. Go to christianstailgate.com. Find one near you, the most incredible place to watch sporting events or eat some incredible award-winning food. Go to christianstailgate.com. Find one near you. Also, Modern Home Improvement and Remodeling. Josh Smith over there, 832-930-0156. Go holler at Josh over there. $500 off when you mention sports with balls. Speaking of, I'm trying to get my Facebook page back, guys. It looks like Facebook has stopped them from posting. So all I've got to do is knock them off somehow. Uh, I, I can't do it anymore because they, they hacked me, obviously. So I'm just waiting to try to get my Facebook page back and we will be ready to go. Uh, all right, let's get going. Mike Vrabel, what did you think about that? It is an interesting situation in Tennessee, and here's why. You fire Mike Vrabel. Who are you hiring? Mike Vrabel? Because that's kind of what you're looking for. <laughs> uh, you know, he was, a, he was a coach of the year. Like the last two seasons, of course, he hasn't been that good. But, man, if you just go on resume, Mike Vrabel's not that bad of a coach, guys. It's not like he's terrible. I, I just, look, I understand Derrick Henry's gone. That's going to hurt. Will Levis is your quarterback now. I, I you know. You traded away A.J. Brown. The Titans are in a massive, what you would call, rebuild. And I just don't understand the firing of Mike Rabel at this time. I don't. You didn't give him anything to work with. Were you going to run the ball down everybody's throat with Derrick Henry? They knew it was coming. But now Derrick Henry's gone. You get rid of Mike Rabel. You got rid of A.J. Brown. And you're stuck with Will Levis on a Tennessee Titans team. That's it, folks. That's it on a team that was pretty damn good the last few years. I mean, take away last year and this year. You got some injuries in there as well. I mean, I'm not saying they were Super Bowl contenders, but they were up there. Vrabel was coach of the year. That is an interesting, interesting situation in Tennessee. I'm not exactly sure how they all sat down at a round table and came up with the idea just to fire him. That made no sense to me. And I'll tell you this much. He will be a head coach somewhere. Chicago, Ooh, good one for him. There's a bunch of, of GMs that just changed their mind on who they were going to hire, and now they're like, oh, Vrabel's available? Watch. Ooh, he's going to get another job. He's going to get paid very handsomely and probably do pretty well. He's a, he's a no-nonsense, pretty good dude. Uh, I, I, I liked Vrabel. I liked him for Tennessee. Not exactly sure why the Titans decided to pull the plug on a guy that was a coach of the year at one point not too long ago and just had a bad couple of seasons because of injuries. And you guys got rid of A.J. Brown. So, you know, it is what it is, but I, I feel like on the initial reaction, that is an overreaction by the Tennessee Titans getting rid of Mike Vrabel. But it is what it is. It is what it is, and uh, he's not there anymore. So there you have it. What else we got NFL-wise? Oh, did you guys see the temperature drops? And I talked about this a little bit yesterday. The temperature now in Kansas City for the wild card game between the Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins, 
the warm weather Miami Dolphins, <clears throat> the 0-4 to a tag of Ialoa in cold weather Miami Dolphins, 0-4, 0-5, are playing in what is now supposed to be at minimum two degrees. Two degrees. 20, 30 mile an hour winds. So you're looking at wind chills way in the negative. You're talking about negative 15. And what they say is going to be a top five coldest game in NFL history. Whoa. I talked a little bit about it yesterday. Didn't know it was getting this bad. This Arctic blast is coming through. At the beginning of the show, I told you it's getting cold down here in the south and it's going to get colder next week. This is brutal. This is absolutely devastating for the Miami Dolphins. You are not using Tua Tagovailoa's arm. You're not. It's going to be Mostert and Nachan. Now, guess what? Mostert and Nachan need to cut. This is not, it's not a power football team. This is a finesse football team. This is spread you out, cuts up the field, find the open lane, <clears throat> and, and then on a frozen field in Kansas City, you're not going to be able to cut. You're not. The ball is going to be very hard. They're going to be hit. This is power football. And who's got a power football team? Not the Miami Dolphins. Not at all. The Kansas City Chiefs actually do play more power football with Pacheco and Clyde's Edward Hilaire than, than, than they did in past years. And they, they obviously use their tight end way more, which is those short little out routes and little 15-yard scenes because 19, 20-mile-an-hour winds, negative 15 degrees, uh, the, Kansas City all day long. And the spread's still only minus four and a half. I get it. I understand that uh, maybe the Dolphins can take off for one long run. The overrunner's at 44 and a half. I'm not sure why that is either. In a negative, negative degree weather game, how are, you, how are you explaining that they're scoring 45 points? Uh, turnovers? Can't catch the ball, but I don't think you're going to be able to throw the ball. So if you can't throw the ball, how are you scoring 45 points? Because they're saying 20-mile-an-hour winds and negative 2 degrees regular temperature right now in Kansas City on Saturday night. Like, this is brutal. Brutal for Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins. It, this is top five coldest games ever. It could not be worse for a team that is from Miami. Just unbelievable. And there's no way to prepare for that. There's no way you can prepare for, for any weather like that. Unbelievable. So I obviously took the Chiefs. I took the Browns earlier. Browns line still sitting at two and a half in Houston. Coming up, uh, that is the afternoon game, 3.30 on Saturday. Still hoping to go to that game. We will see. Sunday's games, uh, they're still, everything's still sitting pretty much exactly where it was. Uh, the Bills and Steelers, yesterday I told you TJ Watt would be ruled out, and he sure was yesterday afternoon. Head coach Mike Tomlin for the Pittsburgh Steelers went ahead and said that uh, TJ Watt, the NFL's leader in sacks, is out for this game. Hence the line being Bills minus 10. Tough betting this week, though. I like the Saturday games. The Sunday games, I don't know. I like the Packers plus a seven and a half over the Cowboys. And it, I feel like the media is really pushing this game. And, and because of Mike McCarthy be, and Jerry Jones has made some comments. He's made some comments like we'll take it game by game. 
this is McCarthy's last game if he loses to his old team, the Packers. Uh, the Cowboys fans at home will be, they'll be calling for the chopping block. Now, will it be a good move? I don't know. But this is, this is the, <laughs> this is a scary, scary situation for the, the Dallas Cowboys. Because Dan Quinn, their defensive coordinator, is all over the map for head coaching jobs. All over the map. And he could go to any one of those teams if he wanted to. Dan Quinn is being hailed as, you know, one of the great head coaches coming through. And now, and look, I know he's already had his opportunity up there, but maybe he's, he's learned a little bit. Who knows? But you could have a completely different head coach, defensive coordinator, everything next year in Dallas if they lose this game. You could have Mike McCarthy gone as your head coach and Dan Quinn gone as your defensive coordinator. And I, it wouldn't shock me one bit if Dan Quinn, if they lose this game, that Dan Quinn says, I'm out. Or he moves up to the head coach. I don't know. I, but I'm just saying, Mike McCarthy, you're coaching for your job. And we know for a fact he will make a coaching mistake with the, with the clock in this game. <laughs> you know it's going to be at halftime or it's going to be in the fourth quarter. And here comes a play call, something, and Mike McCarthy's going to screw it up with the clock. You know it's coming, Cowboy fan. You know it's coming, and it may cost you the game. He may call an early timeout or two early timeouts in the second half, and then come in the fourth quarter, Prescott's got to go all the way down the field to win the game, and he has no timeouts. <laughs> you know Mike McCarthy's going to – oh, this is rough. This is a brutal, brutal game for Mike McCarthy. He's coaching for his job. 100% in that game. Uh, so that will be fun to watch Saturday at 3.30. And then, of course, you have the game I think everybody's looking forward to in the Rams and Lions. That just looks fun. That is the first game in Ford Field in play and in, in, at Ford Field's history in Detroit. That place will be rocking. I, I just I, – it's going to be unbelievable. Uh, if I'm going to be anywhere this weekend, it for sure is not in Kansas City. <laughs> those fans will be crazy, but I'm not sitting in negative degree weather. Uh, but, man, if I could be at any one of those games, it would be in Detroit. And good for that city. Good for that fan base, man. Really good for them. Matt Stafford taking on his old team. Jared Goff taking on his old team. Like, the storylines coming out of the NFL playoffs this year are unbelievable. The Texans taking on the Browns, who they traded Deshaun Watson to. And Deshaun Watson not even playing. And Joe Flacco's in there. C.J. Stroud. Just that, that game alone's got three or four storylines. Dolphins and Chiefs. That game with the weather. <clears throat> Bills and Steelers and Josh Allen trying to go at it again. Packers and Cowboys coaching. Um, Mike McCarthy coaching his old team. Jordan Love being probably top three quarterback over the last eight weeks in the NFL. Versus Dak Prescott. And then, of course, the Rams and Lions with all their storylines with the ex-players. That's just phenomenal. Just absolutely great storylines for the NFL. Good job, script writers. <laughs> if, if that's something you believe in. So uh, let's have fun over the last, uh, over the last or the next couple of days. I'll uh, break down these games a little bit more. And we'll keep an eye on that weather in that Kansas City game. And um, what else we got going on? We talked about Vrabel. Uh, men's college hoops, man. Did y'all see this last night? This was brutal. Number one, Purdue down 
by the Nebraska Huskies. And then number two, Houston, taken down by Iowa State. Uh, first time that's happened since 2016 that the number one team and the number two team fall on the same night. February 6th in 2006 is the last time that happened. Wow. I mean, <clears throat> there's a reason I'm not talking too much about the basket, the NCAA men's basketball right now, and it's because it's early. Houston was 14 and 0 going into that game last night. They're 14 and 1 now. Purdue was uh, 14 and 1. Now they're 14 and 2. But if you want to go down the rankings, you've got Purdue 1, Houston 2, Kansas, Yukon, Tennessee, Kentucky, North Carolina, Arizona, Oklahoma, Illinois. I, it's just I love college college hoops, but not until February, March. I'm I'm, I'm you know if I was in one of these schools, uh, if I was in one of like maybe uh, I would keep up with it a little bit more. I do keep up with Memphis a little bit. They're 13 and 2. But these are all tournament teams, right? <clears throat> like if you're talking about the top 25 teams, they're all tournament teams. So basically they're all just playing for seeding. They're all in the tournament. So I don't really jump on these now. The reason I bring it up today is because one and two both lost in the same night. That's interesting. But you know, Houston playing, you know, East Carolina is not on my top list of things I'm gonna bring up during the show. But Houston did lose and Purdue lost. So there you go. Top 25. Let's see who's in here. That's it. Duke is down at 12. Uh, Illinois is 10. Colorado State is at 17. Pretty good basketball program. San Diego State, good for them. They've uh, made a couple of uh, March Madness runs. Who else is in here? Florida Atlantic, 11 and 4. The University of Texas is not in the coaches' poll. They are in the AP Top 25 at 25. But all these teams uh, have less than five losses. And like I said, they're all tournament teams. So they're all just playing for seeding at this point. That's it. So I'm not going to dive too much into that. The NBA. <clears throat> Boy, did we have an interesting development last night or yesterday. Eric Spolstra gets a, what, eight-year, $120 million deal, an extension, and it's a record-breaking extension. The most committed money in North American coaching history. Wow. Wow. Good job, Spolstra. For a guy that nobody thought was, like, we thought that LeBron James was coaching the Miami Heat. And then you see what this guy's done since they left. Or since LeBron left and Dwayne Wade, this guy's a great coach. Like he's good. He's only fifty-three years old, and man, this guy's done amazing. Reached two. He's won two championships and reached the NBA Finals six times. Eric Spolstra, good for him. Broke the North American coaching record for most committed money: one hundred and twenty million dollar extension for Eric Spolstra for eight freaking years, man. Good job. Last night in hoops, Sacramento, uh, I, I hit my parlay. Sacramento, I just put the Kings and the Knicks in there. Uh, both of them blew out. Knicks blew out the Trailblazers. Kings blew out the Pistons. Pistons scored 47 points in the first quarter. They were up by almost 20, if not more than 20 points at one point in that game. And the Kings ended up winning by 21, like a 40-point swing. Timberwolves blew out the Magic. And then the interesting games happened last night. The Memphis Grizzlies put it 
on the Dallas Mavericks. Why do I bring this up? Because Memphis did not have John Morant, and the Dallas Mavericks did not have anyone injured. Kyrie Irving was on the floor. Luka Doncic on the floor. Everyone healthy and playing. And they got steamrolled. And I mean, it wasn't even close the entire game. Grizzlies were up by seven at half. They were up by 15. I mean, seven in the first, 15 at half. And it just got worse. 20 after the third. Uh, just brutal. Mavericks played terrible. Kyrie Irving had 33, 8, and 4. Luka didn't. He, he, just bad night for him. But I just don't think that Kyrie Irving is the answer that everybody thinks he is. I don't know why. I think he was great for a couple of years in Cleveland. And then after that, it's just been a whirlwind of drama around that kid. I, I just, I'm not going to say he's the Carmelo Anthony because that's a whole nother situation. But I just feel like Kyrie is just not the guy that he used to be. I, and, and I think he's an amazing basketball player. It's just, I, he doesn't fit. And, and not on that team. I just don't, I don't know if he fits anywhere. I don't know. But Dallas doesn't look that good. <laughs> Only 11 and 8 in home. They're 22 and 16 overall. Are they going to make the playoffs? Yes. But the Grizzlies, without John Morant, just handed it to them at home. The Mavericks were at home. That is, unex that is unacceptable. And then you had the Lakers beating the Raptors 132-131 in a very controversial game as far as referees are concerned. Uh, the Lakers, <laughs> mind you, they won by one point. The Lakers had 26 free throws in the fourth quarter. The Toronto Raptors had two. <laughs> Say what you will, that is not... Okay, uh, I, I don't, that is brutal. Lakers were at home. I get it. This has been happening for years. Superstars get calls. And how many superstars are on the Toronto Raptors? Maybe one, if it's a superstar. I, I just, I think, <laughs> the, and, and trust me, the, the owner of the Raptors went nuts yesterday uh, on camera. It was wild to, to listen to. He had some valid points, but listen, <clears throat> this has been going on for years and years and years. The superstars get calls. Now, on a 26-2 to two basis in the fourth quarter, I don't know. That's a lot. And the Lakers winning by one point? Oof. Oof. Look, the Raptors still scored 42 in the fourth. The Lakers just scored 44. I, I just – and I feel like the Raptors probably should have won that game. But the free throws were the, – the Raptors had 18 of – 8 of 13 free throws. The Los Angeles Lakers were 28 of 36. <laughs> so if you're going to play in LA and you've got Davis and James playing, just know that you are going to get doubled up on free throws. At least. I know that sucks. Like it does. But I guess that's the way we're I don't want to say we're making excuses, but that's just the way it is. Should it be like that? I don't know. But that's that it's been going on for a long time. Long time. Star players get calls. Anthony Davis ended up with 41 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. Good night for him. LeBron James, 22. Uh, Anthony Davis, 13 or 14 from the free throw line. <clears throat> but the fact that they shot 23, 26 free throws in the fourth quarter and uh, Toronto had two. Ouch. 
that is whew. uh let's go over the standings real quick in the nba i'll just move to conference standings uh eastern conference boston bucks 76ers Knicks heat pacers and then you've got pretty much everybody else <laughs> uh look we're not gonna go into the bottom like ugh. Uh, but uh, those are the those are the teams that are good. All right, Cleveland's pretty good. Orlando's pretty good. But basically, Celtics, Bucks, 76ers, Knicks, and Heat, and Pacers. In the Western Conference, the Timberwolves still hold the top spot over the Thunder by a game and a half. So it's Timberwolves, Thunder, Nuggets, defending champs, 8-2 and two in the last 10 games, Clippers, Kings, Pelicans, and then everybody else. I don't worry too much about the NBA in the regular season, not until about two weeks to go before the playoffs. And there's a reason for that. Do you guys remember they had an in-season tournament? Did that matter? Like, that seems to have blown right by the wind. And the whole point of the in-season tournament was to make the regular season more relevant. I don't think it did at all. Like, it feels like, it feels like we've already had an all-star game. Doesn't it? I, I, we're not even halfway through the NBA season. Uh, I think the NBA's got some work to do. What are the headlines that we got going on of the day? Before I give you guys my parlay of the day. Uh, Giants defensive coordinator cursed out. Head coach <clears throat> Brian Dayball over firings. Uh, Wink Martindale. So things are getting iffy in New York. <laughs> this is so... <laughs> You had wasn't he the coach of the year, Brian Dayball? And now it seems like the New York Giants are in a in a hole. Like it is awkward what's going on in New York. Like they don't even know who their quarterback is at this point. And, and <laughs> uh, man, I would if I'm a Giant fan, I'm not too excited right now. Saquon Barkley is not happy. They they say that uh, you know they're not if they franchise tag him again you you may have another holdout situation with Saquon but as the year as the year goes on throughout the summer we are going to get to that what else news do we have going on the Dodgers I posted this yesterday by the way podcast version of the show is up uh, we're almost at the end of it so if you missed anything go to Sports with Balls on all your podcast arenas it will be up directly after the show. Los Angeles Dodgers, total owed defer deferred money from 2028 to 2040 is $865.5 million. Wow. I'm also hearing news that the New York Yankees are looking to sign Marcus Stroman. I don't know if the commissioner called the Dodgers and the Yankees and said, hey, look. Let's make this happen because <laughs> that's exactly what it seems like is going on. It seems like the Dodgers and the Yankees are loading up for a head-to-head -head World Series showdown. And it looks like, uh, you know, that's what baseball wants. Will it work out like that? Probably not. <clears throat> All right, let's get to the parlay of the day. I've got three games in the NBA. I've got more than that, but the ones that I like so far. At the very top at 6 p.m. Timberwolves take on the Celtics. It's only nine and a half right now, Boston. I know the Timberwolves are a good team, but they're on a back-to-back. -back. They played last night. So I like the Celtics minus uh oh, it was eight and a half. It moved to nine and a half. Wow. In 30 minutes. 
I like the Celtics in that game. Maybe the Timberwolves rest some players. Back-to-back games are always, always tough. The Kings and Hornets. I, I want to take the Hornets. If it moves to 10, I will. It's at 8.5 right now because the Kings are also on a back-to-back uh, night. Spurs and the Pistons. I do like the Boston game. I told you that. Spurs and Pistons is interesting. I like the Pistons' money line in this game. Pistons are playing some decent ball lately. They just are not good enough to close out games. Uh, Spurs are just a bad team. I mean, both of the, this is a bottom of the barrel game. So I like the I like the home team. Give me the Pistons to win their fourth game on the money line. Wizards and Pacers. Give me Indianapolis minus seven and a half. 76ers are resting players, it looks like, or some players are just out. So I, I'm not touching that game as of yet. It's early for those of y'all that are listening this morning. The OKC Thunder. And the Miami Heat play a good game in Miami tonight. I'm going to wait for the rest of them to see how this plays out as far as uh, them holding it, holding players out. But usually, generally speaking, anybody playing on a back-to-back. Like the Clippers are minus 10.5 at home versus the Raptors. Give me the Clippers. I'll take the L.A. Clippers because Raptors are on a back-to-back. And they're very frustrated. So they played a tough game against the Lakers last night. All right, guys, look, want to thank Christian's Tailgate. Uh, go to christianstailgate.com. Find one near you. Places amazing, award-winning food. In fact, going to lunch there today. Uh, find one near you, christianstailgate.com. Best place to watch your sports uh, and hold events, whatever, man. The place is fa- flat out just good. Modern Home Improvement and Remodeling. Call Josh, 832-930-0156, or go to modern-homeimprovement.com. $500 off when you mention Sports with Balls. Big freeze coming up. Get your butts over to Home Depot. Wrap your pipes. Get the get everything set because it will be here, I believe, Sunday night or Monday. We'll, t- we'll dive into more of these NFL games tomorrow, and I'll keep you updated on that Kansas City game. Until then, I'm Jeff Michael. This is Sports with Balls. See you.